Hello, and welcome to my podcast, From Trauma to Triumph. I am Leah Bandola and your host. My mission is to help people heal their past so that they can unleash their brilliant future. I am a trauma release specialist, empowerment coach, and cognitive behavior therapist. I am also a published author with three book publications and a professional speaker. This podcast delves into the world of trauma, and it is a big world. There are so many aspects to trauma and how it affects us in our lives, and each episode will give you more information, examples, stories, and strategies to help you understand trauma better and how to release the hold that it has on us. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy spring. Today, it kind of feels like spring here in Ontario. <laughs> it hasn't, we've had a few days where it definitely did not feel like spring, but today's a good day. And I when I was on a walk earlier today and I saw two ducks who were having a lovely little bath in a put, big puddle. It was a cold bath, I think, but they seemed to be enjoying themselves. So I thought, well, that's a sure sign of spring, isn't it? So today I've got a question that um, came in and it is, why can't I let go of the anger and hurt from things that happened in the past? In my line of work, I get this question in all kinds of forms. Why can't I let go of the resentment, the fear, the guilt, the shame, all emotions that are difficult and can have us feeling badly about ourselves and about others or situations? So why do we keep having these feelings? Well, really, the easy answer is that we are in denial. Denying what happened, denying the reality, and wishing it had been different. But the truth is, it didn't happen differently. The person did hurt you, or the situation did happen. And the other component of denial is control, or the lack of it, really. Hal Elrod, the author of The Miracle Morning, talks about a strategy he learned from a mentor long ago for when things don't work out the way we want them to. It's the five-minute rule. Allow yourself to be upset and feel the emotions fully, rant, hit a pillow, cry, whatever you have to do to express your displeasure, and then say these words to yourself. Can't change it. And when I first heard this, and I first heard it many years ago, and then I've heard him talk about it several times, and I have him in my head often when things don't go the way I want them to go. And it could be relatively minor things, or it can be major things, you know, a real disappointment that something, you know, didn't happen that I wanted to have happen. And I will just say these words in my head. I don't even do the rant anymore. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I actually do (laughs) rant and let myself have the feelings. But if it's a relatively minor thing, like uh, sitting in traffic and that's going to make me late for an appointment or something that I really, you know, wanted to get to. um, And there's an accident, let's say, like completely out of my control. And I feel myself starting to get agitated and angry. And I then will just stop 
and take a few deep breaths and go, can't change it. I can't make the traffic go away. I can't make that accident not have happened. So I'm sitting here and I can't change it. And so that just shifts you quite quickly once you start getting the hang of it, of first of all, saying to yourself, right, that's right. I can't do anything about this, you know, as much as I want to, I truly can't. And then shifting me to, well, how do I want to feel? Like I have an option here. And I think that's what we often forget. When, especially if we're holding on to long-standing grudges or hurts or, you know, resentment, anger over things that happened a long time ago, is that we we are actually in in a very odd way trying to control something that cannot be controlled. You can't change the past ever, never, no matter what you do. You don't have that kind of power. Yet, we will sit and marinate in these very bad feeling emotions, thinking that somehow by doing that, we can change what had happened. Or we hold on to the emotions around it. And really often, I think what it is, is that we wish we had done something differently or we wish we had, I don't know, somehow had a crystal ball and was able to preempt whatever happened um, and make it not happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's always going to be the same answer. It did happen. It happened just the way it happened. And you can sit and try to figure out why and what could I have done different. And, you know, I wish I had, you know, had seen the signs earlier or I wish I had been more aware and had my eyes open and all of these things that we say to ourselves. But it's still not going to change what happened. It happened exactly the way it happened. And whether it was an injustice or purely an accident, or something really, truly out of your control, which I'm going to remind you all, everything is out of your control, except for how you respond and how you think. So, but we, we want to believe that we somehow could have made the outcome different. And it just isn't. You know, it's that, it's that simplistic. So if you're holding anger over something that happened a long time ago, um, you know, whether it was something that somebody did to you or said to you or hurt you, um, and you are still holding the anger around it, who do you think is suffering? You're suffering. I almost guarantee you the other person is not suffering <laughs> because they either have moved on from it, have forgotten about it, or just purely don't care. And I know that sounds really harsh, but I think in light of especially what's been happening quite a bit more, it seems, lately in the world in all different things, um, there are just some people that just truly don't care. They, they are going to do hurtful things to people and they don't care. They're called psychopaths. And 
they're not all psych, you know, homicidal psychopaths, but a psychopath is someone who will do things um, without any regard whatsoever how the it impacts the other person or other people or you know property or you know these will be the the vandals and um people who destroy things um and then just will justify it somehow they don't care and so if you can come to a place of realizing that there are people out there who are going to do hurtful things to you and and more often than not i think it is unintentional and it is just, you know, maybe done out of their own frustration or anger or uh, poor mental health at the time or for a variety of reasons that people do things that end up being very hurtful towards others. Um, but whether it's intentional or unintentional, at the end of the day, it happened. <laughs> you know, I know I sound like a broken record here, but that's that is the truth and you can't change the truth. And I think sometimes when we hold on to all these um, things that we want to be different, we are denying the truth. And so in order to get to, so you've heard me talk about the map of consciousness and all of those feelings that we hold on to that we don't, feel very good. Um, those are all in, in the lower part of the map of conscious consciousness. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Had a hard time with that word today. And so if we want to get into the upper levels or what I call the upper registry, then we have to process the feeling. So I love Hal Elrod's method of, okay, I'm going to give myself five minutes. So it's like, like that five minute pity party where you are going to, you know, say this really sucks and oh, poor me and oh, woe is me. And why did this happen? And I don't want this to happen. And I worked so hard. And so why did this not work out? And so on and so forth, whatever it is that you need to say to get it out of your system and then feel the feelings in your body, whatever that is, uh, cry, you know, tense up if you want to tense up, hit something in a safe way as in a pillow or something soft, um, or go for a walk or just get it out of your body. And then you say to yourself, can't change it. So what are you going to do now? And he talks about, Hal Elrod talks about that when he first started doing this, um, five minutes wasn't enough. And he would get to, the, he'd be ranting and raging, and raging. And at the end of the five minutes, he's like, I still feel really pissed, right? So then he gave himself a few more minutes. You know, there's no hard and fast rules here. However, if you can get to five minutes and then what'll happen is, you will get to a point where it's like, I don't need the five minutes anymore. I'm just, you know, going to acknowledge how I feel. I'm going to have a cry or, you know, do what I need to do to get it out. And then, you know, do a few deep breaths and say to myself, can't change it. And so then, you know, you kind of move on and, and get to that place of 
feeling better. And then the question is, well, what do I need to do or, or how do I need to think to actually start to feel better? And this is where you have to get to that place of acceptance. And it's about accepting what happened, accepting the circumstances, accepting that you were doing the best you could with what you had at the time. And so was anybody else that was involved in the situation. You know, I'm a very big believer that everyone is always doing the best they can with what they've got at the time. Now, some people don't like it when I say that because they're like, well, they weren't doing the best they could. They were a terrible mother or, you know, he was so abusive. So how is that doing the best he could? Well, it's not about doing the best thing. It's about doing the best they could with what they had at the time. And so if you can really understand that this is where you can start to get to a place of forgiveness, maybe not necessarily of the behavior or even of the person themselves, but forgiveness of it is, it was the way it was. It happened the way it happened. Um, If I truly do believe that if people know better, typically they will do better. Sometimes not. I'll give you that. Sometimes, like I said, there are just people who don't care and who don't really want to change. And, you know, in some weird kind of ill way, it's working for them. But for the most part, um, people hurt us because they're hurting they had poor modeling, they don't know what to do, they don't have the coping skills, they don't have the strategies that would work better than what they're doing. And so in that sense, I do believe they are doing the best they can with what they've got at the time. But if we fast forward to, you know, again, how you're, you're feeling over a situation that happened in the past, and you're still holding resentment, and you're still feeling angry, then again, you're the one that's suffering. It's that old saying or adage of um, you, you give someone, okay, let me make sure I get this right. You give someone poison, um, or you drink the poison. Oh boy, no, I'm going to butcher it. So let's let it go. But I think all of you have probably heard that one. Um, You drink the poison and expect the other person to die. Yeah, that was it. So meaning you are sitting there marinating in poison and suffering and but you are expecting that the other person is going to be hurting or should be hurting. And that's not the way it goes. So if it is someone that you can talk to and, you know, especially if it's somebody who's still in your life and you are holding resentment or anger over some past events, then you have that option. You know, that's a choice that you can make because everything's a choice. Let's remember that also, that every single thing that we think and do now, so I'm going to say think, but it is a choice, but it could be a subconscious choice. So, you know, the goal is to let's make it a conscious choice that you're making. 
um, as to whether you want to just continue to be angry and not really do anything about it, or you can talk to the person and say, you know, this is still really hurting me and I need to clear the air and let you know how I feel. And if you don't want to talk to somebody, you've, I think if you're a regular listener, you've heard me talk about doing letter writing. Um, and that is just, you know, and you may never ever send the letter. Uh, but you know, you can send it or not send it. If you, it's kind of two different exercises. If you decide you need to let somebody know how you feel, but you don't want to have a conversation with them, then write them a letter. And just, you know, be able to express everything that you need to express. If you don't want to fully express what you need to, I still recommend that you write a letter to that person, but don't send it. So when you have a different intention with it, you will really allow yourself to have all the stuff come up and say what you need to say, because you know, you won't have sort of those underlying thoughts of, well, I don't want to really hurt them. I don't, you know, want them to get upset and angry with me because I still have to see them at Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. Right. Um, so in that sense, uh, you know, writing a letter and knowing you're not going to send it will enable you to really, really freely express what you need to express. So those are a couple of strategies that you can use. But at the end of the day, you have to decide whether you are going to accept what happened and let go of all the residual feelings you had been holding around it because it's not helping you. It's not, it's not, you know, helping you to be in a better place. I don't know. Sometimes I think we think that by having these emotions, we are, uh, not condoning what that person did to us. And we're not, you know, but it's not about condoning or not condoning. It happened and accepting that it happened will go a long way to help you to be able to release all these uh, emotions that are bringing you down and keeping you down and, and frees up your energy to a point where it's like, okay, so what can I do with all this now? Um, this positive energy, and you will be amazed at how it uh, opens up your mind to then come up with solutions to things that maybe are related or unrelated to those events that you're ho holding residual anger over or other feelings. But it definitely will allow the energy to flow in a much more positive way. So I hope that was helpful for any of you who could relate to this question. And I would love to hear from you if um, this was something that resonated with you or if any of the uh, tips and strategies I gave you are helpful. I would really, really love for you to reach out and let me know. And all of the uh, contact information will be in the show notes. And until next time, remember to grab a little love, joy, and peace wherever you can. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe or follow me so you don't miss a single episode. 
If you want to go deeper in your healing, you can book a free discovery session with me and learn more about my unique strategy to unlock the real you through my Unearth, Uncover and Unleash three-part system to discover and heal your past and present trauma and become empowered to live your best life. Go to my website, lifelessons.ca or contact me directly at leah at lifelessons.ca to book your session. You can also find me on social media. My links are all on my podcast page. And while you're there, I would love it if you would leave a review, good or bad. I want to know how I can make this podcast just what you need it to be. And if you love it, I definitely want to hear that. You can also leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Until next time, grab some joy wherever you can. Bye for now.